Hey, podcast friends. If you love our podcast and want to help support us to continue making cool shit, consider joining our Patreon community. Get early access to each episode, a monthly hangout on Zoom, custom answers to your questions in exclusive Patreon videos, and much, much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash conversations with creators to become a patron today. Your support means the world to us. Now on to the episode. That was in the season three finale episode of Barry, um, which was so much fun. What's the key to like a convincing but safe stairfall? Oh man, it depends on how you're going down the stairs, but and like what the costume is. Some people aren't allowed to wear padding because they have tiny, tiny, tiny costumes that barely cover anything. Ow. I just need to say, stunts needs an Oscar already. Let's fucking, let's do it. Hey, quick question before we get started. Would you like to win a free piece of clothing from Snowman Films and a 30-minute chat about your creative journey with me? I know that I would love to connect with you, and I know that I would have loved to talk with somebody who had experienced a similar path when I was getting started. So let's make it happen. Here's what you need to do. Subscribe to the Conversations with Creators podcast, rate and review and share it in just five easy steps. First, write a review on your preferred podcasting platform and rate it. Five stars for good karma. Then, screenshot your review and share it on social media, tagging Snowman Films. Each month, I'll select one random winner to receive a free piece of clothing from our store and a 30-minute virtual coaching call with me. Again, subscribe, write a review, rate the show, screenshot that review, share it on social media, tagging Snowman Films, and get entered into a drawing for that one-on-one virtual session with me and some free swag. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave me a review. I really appreciate you, and I'm excited to see you in our one-on-one virtual call soon. Now, let's dive into today's episode. So the big question is this. How are creators like us, who aren't built for the 9 to 5, for the people who put their passion before them being comfortable? How do we turn that passion into a living that pays the bills and a life that we love? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. My name is Noah Mittman, and welcome to Conversations with Creators. All right, here we go. I do my whole fucking intro and stuff. <laughs> I'm leaving it. At. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Creators. Uh, my guest today is a stunt woman. Uh, yeah, do the do the the royal way of a clothing designer, an actress, a director. Uh, you do a lot of stuff. It's the multi-talent, talented Talon Edelson. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm all I official. Do like I do not like directing. Ah. Yeah, just being very transparent. No, no, that's actually great. <laughs> good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, because you've definitely like been putting out some projects. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I enjoy writing and producing, but everyone's like, why don't you direct some of your own projects? It's like, hell no, that's... For an actual director, I have no interest in ever directing anything. I love knowing that is good, though, right? Yeah, that that self awareness. Like I, a big, big, like self aware thing that I had to realize is I am less of a CEO and more of a creator. Uh, and it took me trying to do the C- like the management thing when when Snowman was kind of growing in 2018, 2019. Um, to realize that I was totally shit at it and I shouldn't, I should let somebody else like handle the numbers and stuff. Yeah. Actually, since we last talked, um, the clothing, the apparel design that I was doing, I have since shut down as well because oh. I was taking time and energy away. So everything you introduced me as is now wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And a couple of the questions that I had planned. So villainy is dead? No, but I just pressed pause and like turn, yeah. I made the, section password password protected um so that i can only give it out to people that i'm working with on film projects but i yeah. found that you know i did some introspective work i was like hoping that i had time where it wouldn't take time and energy away from my performing career which is my number one oh, always yeah. has always will be i love performing when you're best at thank you and it makes me so happy so everything that i was doing that was supplemental to that when i was like offset um i found making the clothing design first of all it wasn't making me much money at all yeah yeah well yeah. time and energy away from me being able to spend more time and energy toward film that i was like if i want to open more performing opportunities for myself and all the beautiful people that i'm surrounded by 
I'd rather put my efforts into developing scripts and um, putting people together to film. Yeah. So like, why am I even making t-shirts and putting the time and energy into that at all right now? <laughs> I love. And then if it's meant to be and I'm generating enough income from that, then I can hire someone else to, to work exactly. on that whole business infrastructure set up and like coded and everything. I was like, I can always just press pause on that and let someone else handle it later. But right now I'm going to focus more on film. So no, that's, yeah. I think that's super smart. Well, and that's, that was funny because it's like, uh, we've had conversations in the past where like I have everything for my clothing line automated yeah. and I'm not printing it myself, which you were, which I was like, holy shit, way to put the extra effort in. But like, I can't, there's no way that I like, I'd have to buy equipment and you were doing it anyway. It's, uh, I get it. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yours, uh, being hands off is definitely very more doable. Giving you time more doable yeah. with career as well. It just costs 30 bucks a month to keep the, the store open. And other than that, yeah, it's, it's really simple. Like I mean, again, sales are slow, but like, that's how it starts out. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, it. so then let's, let's talk about, oh, sorry. And I'm loving seeing that. So I see them pop up in random like videos from like really cool creative professionals all over the place now. So yeah, I know that was, so my reach out was working and I just, I have, that's what I've kind of taken a pause on is, uh, the reach out for the clothing stuff. I'm doing more of a reach out. I will get again against, I, I think you said it right. Like hitting pause on stuff. You're never like done with it. It's just, you know, it's kind of the, the ADHD brain for me is like, which fun project am I bouncing around to right now? <laughs> But only, but again, work stuff that's actually making money and like keeping me alive and keeping the family alive always comes first. Absolutely, and you do a great job at it. So thanks for the inspiration. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> so we've known each other a long, long time. Uh, Try Jesus, how? I mean, more than ten years. Oh yeah, fifteen. Probably longer. I've been longer. <laughs> and you've always been you've always been the stunt lady i'm actually interested i don't know what what made you fall in love with stunts to start with oh well my dad and i got our black belts together when i was younger and he stuck me in martial arts when i was seven and i i did like as a kid i just only remember doing a ton of activities and i remember doing martial arts dance sports i was in basketball and, and cheerleading and um, played club soccer. Uh, I played all kinds of stuff and did track and um, always also since age seven did theater and musical theater consistently throughout the end of university. So I always loved acting and that was like, you know, musicals, black box theater, proscenium stages, um, all different kinds of productions. So, and I always loved film and like making stupid little videos with some of my girlfriends that are now, thank God they're private on YouTube because they're just absurd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's nice that it has to be able to keep them. Like, even if you're not, even if it's not out there, it's yeah. yeah. I lost, I lost one of my first. Uh, I was in Belasco Theater Company, so also a musical theater in high school, and I made a like behind the scenes ridiculous movie when we were doing Fiddler on the Roof, and it was on the home computer, and then the computer blue screened of death, and I lost it. I lost like one of my first ever edits and it still haunts me because <laughs> I had, because I still have some of the, like the footage from it, but I was just like, you can't, you know, can't recapture. So I, at least you have your stuff. Not all of it. It is funny how we develop some weird attachment to things that we've lost too, because like, I still have like a, let's see hard drive from college that I had everything on. Yeah. And I've taken it to everyone. Can't get anything back from it. It's like completely gone, but I kept it around. I was even like, how can I keep it alive in my mind? I was like, can I take the circuit board out and make like a Godzilla city? And <laughs> like anything. Make it into art. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we have a hard drive down right now that has a couple of years of, uh, family trips and stuff on it, which I am praying we can get back. Uh, we've just been too broke to take it anywhere as of right now. Yeah. They charge you so much for that. Fingers right? crossed. 
Uh, okay, so yeah, so you were so what specific? You're always into kind of physical stuff. Was there like a movie that you saw, or like a like a moment where you're like, oh my god, stunts is the thing that I want to do? I didn't even realize stunts existed. Even I mean, I had favorite movies, you know, and I always loved acting, but I'd never even heard about stunts. They're always kind of the unsung heroes. So as a kid, I didn't even know what stunts were. I didn't know that was a separate job. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We never talked about. And, um, you know, I really loved, like, Kate Beckinsale and Underworld Evolution. I was, like, in love with her character. She was, like, one of my favorites. One of the most badass. Action. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> She's still incredible, by the way. Yeah. I mean. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And she's so gorgeous. Um, But I, you know, I found out what stunts were because one of the girls in my theater class in 10th grade, her dad was a stuntman. Nice. He came to one of our productions and was like, you should do stunts. And I was like, what is that? And then he told me what they were um, in 10th grade. This man, Lloyd Caldwell, um, who was also an acting professor at Oklahoma State University. Um, and he, wow, he like, I was like, I have to do it. Like, there's nothing else I want to do now um, other than like, you know, I just want to do like, stunts and action acting and perform so i just i love performing i've always loved acting um but the movement element was so mm. great to me as well um so i was very excited to be set on that path and then ever since i was like cool an excuse to do more martial arts which i love that brings me genuine joy martial arts is like my bread and butter and my happy place so yeah uh, that for work and acting at the same time <laughs> You know you have a good career when you're like, I get to, I every day you're like, I, I get to do this. I you're gonna pay, I get to, you're gonna pay me, and I get to do this. Yeah, next so week cool. A series that I just booked, and I'm so excited about it. Um, but it's so funny because when people ask what my job is, I'm like, usually I'm killing or getting killed. <laughs> what? <laughs> killing or getting killed? Because from the first part of that, you're like, are you an assassin or getting killed? You're like, uh, no, definitely not. Uh. <laughs> Next Although you have the skills of the assassin. <laughs> yes. What's uh what's your career? My career, the more they let me be the killer and not always have to die. That's nice. That's that's the, the promotion, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, what's the uh what's the biggest job you've had so far? And kind of what, what did you learn on it from it and with the experience? Well, regarding it depends on how you define biggest right like the ones that are well known um probably like some of the tv shows like i I got to do barry and i was in the season three finale episode of barry um which was so much fun sarah goldberg such a legend she's one of the most talented actresses i've ever met in my life and so kind and wonderful but holy mackerel she's amazing Uh, did you get to meet uh bill Hader? oh yeah oh yeah so cool the pancake guy because like before i even knew who he was i remember us with a friend at some breakfast spot many years ago and they were geeking out because we were at the table next to him and he was eating pancakes and i was like i don't know who the fuck that is <laughs> like should i care <laughs> like they were like oh, I <laughs> so i was like okay that pancake guy and then um it was so surreal working for him on set because i just like still always thought of him as this like pancake guy and um, uh, that is that is the most unique like ex- perspective of working with bill hay like it's he's i mean obviously snl legend we're just like pick it guy hey i remember you i wanted to tell him so bad but he was <laughs> that episode it was the finale the whole thing was so dark we were there was all this like death and killing and like it was so fun because like you know there was a moment um where i got to get down okay so there was a moment at the end where I was like um, down on my knees after this like death had happened and she'd stabbed this guy in the head with um, a pencil or something. I can't even remember what it was. Something went through his, his face. Uh, it's funny. I get so many of the weapons from so many different projects mixed together. I'm like, whatever that weapon. It had a, it had a pointy end on it. It had a pointy end. <laughs> um, and there was a moment where, like, I was there, and I, Sarah was the one doing her role, but they had to pull her back for something, and they were, like, setting up the frame and everything. So, like, oh, I'm happy to always stand in when I'm doing stunts and, like, help out to set up the shot to save time. 
So I'm like down there. Bill Hader has like my hands in his uh in his hands, and he's like all serious for the scene. And the whole time, it was so hard for me not to just be like telling him the pancake guy story. I was like, it's not the time. <laughs> yeah, because he was in like a deep emotional place, and you don't want to pull him out of it. I know, and there was never <laughs> say anything because he was like in it. You know, he was like directing and starring in this finale episode, and it was all on off pressure. Bad. Yeah. Death. Mark and I was like, why don't I want to say this? But it's not the right tone. See, that's you being professional. That's good. That's good. Hopefully he sees this. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, one day I'm like, damn, I'm not we get to tell him he's pancake guy. And the whole time even through all like the, the dark heavy episode and I was like trying to stay I was just laughing inside. Um You should have offered him a plate of pancakes. <laughs> at some point, be like, Hey, do you you want some you want some pancakes? Watch him now be like, I'm gluten free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's um, and then the uh, the, I guess my longest one was I got to work a few weeks and then do a couple weeks of rehearsals too for this feature film called Me You Madness. There's this really lovely actress, Louise Linton, who I got to stunt double, and I had so much fun with that one. Melissa Tracy stunt coordinated it. But it was really cool because you got to play with so many different kinds of weapons. And um, and also, Ed Westwick starred in it opposite her, who is pretty great. And he was actually one of my favorite actors. And I loved him in Gossip Girl. But it was so funny because I have terrible recognizability with people. And I for the first 24 hours after I rehearsed with him, literally, I had him in a chokehold. I had him here, like looking down at his face, murdering him. And, or like trying to for the movie and then um i was like this guy's so familiar <laughs> not a clue and it took like a full day and then it just clicked i was like oh yeah i've literally watched him sorry in multiple seasons of something i really liked i'm just so slow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's that's so like stunt world is like you the first time you meet somebody even if they're like famous or not you're just like hey come here i'm gonna choke you out real fast Good to meet you. <laughs> my brain doesn't even go to like, who is this? My ADD score brain. I was like, this is the perfect position for a boogie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm just like holding my antics back. Like, <laughs> hair and makeup would be like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so much fun because we got so much time to like play. Yeah. And do all these fight scenes, which is so funny because on the day when we filmed, um, the biggest fight. They changed the weapon. They changed all the choreography. They cut a lot of the choreography and pretty much everything were rehearsed for the happen because we ran out of time. And when they ran out of time, they cut the action because they need the dialogue. Right. The dialogue moves the story forward. Man, that yeah, that's actually interesting. So a lot of probably famous fight scenes would even be longer if they were on schedule. Yeah, there was a spike. Oh man, I signed an NDA, but I feel like I'm allowed to talk about it because the director posted it on his Instagram. Yeah, so fine. I feel like I feel like that makes it. Fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, and also the size of this audience at right now, you, you'll be okay. It's growing. I love everyone, and we're gonna get there. But for right now, it's uh, yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> director Josh Stolberg, who is so great. Oh my god, it's such a pleasure to work with. Holy mackerel. Um, who does horror films, um, specifically like from the Saw franchise, are probably the most notable ones people have heard of, but he's fantastic. And we're working on a film called Skill House. Um, also, they gave the dopest rap gift. Oh, my God. But <laughs> uh, we were down Skill House, I guess, at the end of last year or like beginning of this year. And we had a really fun fight scene for that, too. And I was so excited for it because it was like all this blood on a white marble staircase. And it was going to look so epic. That's and sick like a ton of weapons and i was so excited to be stunt doubling on that and doing this like big fight scene but then um unfortunately we ran out of time and didn't get to finish the whole fight because we're limited by daylight yeah so um you know freaking sun sun comes up you can't do anything about it (laughs) that's what it is so so yeah um i don't think that that's gonna you know it's always it's always one thing to like have like an epic fight scene you're really looking forward to and then be like ah oh, shit just yeah but um that's something that uh the uh stunt 
men react on uh, on YouTube. That show they talk about is the importance of filming rehearsals because it may not make the cut. So like you, the work that you were doing might be lost because it got cut. And like when it comes out, it's obviously okay to like you know do other stuff. So you could actually put out the stuff once it you know once the NDA is done. Um, that's that's something that I heard is 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 classic. Like, yeah, make sure you film. Make sure you said get somebody to film the rehearsal so you at least have what you have in case it doesn't make the cut. Oh my god, you just reminded me. I need to watch one of the most recent things that came out. Uh, it came out like a week or two ago. I haven't seen it yet, but it's uh, I stumbled Bailey Madison. Nice. She's like a really great actress. Uh, she's like pretty little liars and stuff. And I that was one of the most fun sets I've ever worked on because um. It was just a total joy, honestly. Noel Stewart uh, coordinated that one, and the uh, it was just such a, a whole pleasure. Like the the crew and the the director and um, the stars of it were just all in such good spirits, even though it was super dark. And and um, we all had a really great time. We were just backstage like dancing, doing stupid little like I posted some BTS on my Instagram. But we're just being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then like because everybody, most people who work on film sets are a bit ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> me included we're all kids yeah anyway so i am excited to see to watch that project and see what they included um because sometimes they include my stuff and sometimes they don't yeah it's really a reflection of me it just is what it is like okay. it's not no it's all in the cut it's all about the story yeah, yeah totally What's uh what's the key to like a convincing but safe stairfall? Oh man, it depends on how you're going down the stairs, but and like what the costume is. Some people aren't allowed to wear padding because they have tiny, tiny, tiny costumes that barely cover anything. Ow. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Lemon, yeah. <laughs> my last stairfall, I got to wear padding. So I wore my Dainese gator back. It's like an Italian motorcycle company. It has a really nice gator back um, I put on underneath my shirt and stuff. And then there are these little gel polymer inserts um, that, you know, in like basic knee and elbow pads. And if you get some double stick tape, you kind of like pad up your little gel polymer inserts wherever you need them. Mm. Um, so that's kind of lovely being able to add up. add up when you have a proper costume on. But sometimes that changes. One time I showed up to set um, for a film called Detain that hasn't come out yet. And um, originally they were like, you're going to be in flannels. I'm going to show up and the shirt is literally the shape of a butterfly. It's like and like shoestrings. That was it. And then this totally unnecessary like tiny tail about this big that just goes over and stops right above my belly button. And I was like, that is not a butterfly. It's fun. <laughs> It was very cute and like it was safe and wonderful and it was really adorable, but like it doesn't count. It doesn't count as a flannel. They say it's gonna be originally usually. <laughs> so actually no, that's a good that's a good thing. So like when you have to when is it just you have to take the hit if there's not enough if the costume's little or is I mean obviously that more technique comes into it with that, right? Well. Yeah. But luckily that's why we go to the gym and train. Like we have really uh easy access to facilities like joining all movement here in los angeles where i live and you know since 2009 now i've been practicing recs so i feel very safe easily dispersing my body weight when i hit the ground and hmm. roll out of things and like damn that's been tested not even by stunts like i had a motorcycle wreck and and like my dog ran in front of me and stopped when i was skateboarding you know and i was wearing no padding and shorts whatever and i had to bail and like uh like that we were like oh wow i this really works i roll and it really worked like stunts saves lives because if you train that and you get stuck in an actual sticky situation your body just kind of goes into the mode and um so yeah just uh i've actually never been hurt doing stunts which is cool that's awesome my only injuries have really been from like rogue women and vans my only substantial injuries i mean i was like chick's not paying attention to shit and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's good it's funny like i i years ago oh sorry go for it your, your audio cut out well I, i'm sure men do it too i'm just saying in my specific 
instances, it was women like three times. <laughs> Listen, all you can say is the facts. <laughs> I remember when I was a teenager and I had like just learned, I was like watching parkour on YouTube and that was it. I hadn't taken a single class, but I like learned how to roll. Um, I was bombing down a hill on my bike and uh tried to like navigate like an intersection like concrete thing that kind of goes in and it didn't really work so i bailed the bike and i rolled out and i stood up and i was like i'm whoa i'm fine okay that was cool (laughs) (laughs) and like nobody was around me i was just like high-fiving myself yes (laughs) a really feel-good moment though it gives you a lot of faith i think yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're like this, this life skills. All right, there we go. Oh my god, sorry, I'm so ADD. But le- yes, um, training, doing it that thousand times in the gym to practice, like a safe, cushy floor, like spring floor mats and everything, really gives me the the um. With the Bailey Madison movie, for example, I'd like just, I took my own cast off my thumb. I got my thumb kicked off. Um, like the bone actually snapped off from the other part. Completely. You like literally got your thumb kicked off actually kicked off <laughs> i said you hadn't been injured from stunts it wasn't from stunts it was just from like martial arts training with a kick, oh, okay, kick yeah. paddle and I, I was just in there and like a friend was just doing reps and i should have like moved my hands out of the way but like you know was... so the record is clean we're good and <laughs> oh my stuff. and then um i actually cut my own cast off a week early to be able to go work on that job because i knew that i was going to be safe uh falling to the concrete i was getting clocked in the back of the head over and over by this like police baton and having to go down to my stomach to the concrete but i was like i totally trusted myself to not land on my thumb at all or like do any more damage and i you know it turned out exactly like i thought it was going to (laughs) that's awesome i can't get the image of you ripping off like you cutting off the cast like the uh the dwayne johnson in fast and furious you just like let me take this cast off (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta see that the the, uh, the scene is like it's hilarious he's like daddy's got to go to work and he just like t- like tears his own cast off i need to see that do you remember which one it's in oh god it's one of the later ones uh i want it's i want to say it's like seven or eight. Oh yeah i haven't seen that <laughs> it's so funny it was, it was just you're sitting there you're just like yes this is why i'm here i have a beer and popcorn and we're having a good time nice <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, um, reps, get the reps in. Reps are super important. Reps in. Have you experienced any, like, I know in bigger budget stuff that they'll like pad, like they'll make the stairs out of foam or like, I know in, um, what was it? Like Mission Impossible, they had the Henry Cavill bathroom fight. They had a bunch of like soft uh, looking stuff. They had soft stuff that looked hard. Do you, have you experienced any of that? Yeah, for sure. Actually, um, not with stairs, but with um, when I did Amazon's Vim show, they had a a wall that looked like tile, but it was foam. There was a ceramic sink and like metal hardware and dangerous objects around, like in my face, but and like the glass that they slammed my face into, like all of that was real. But they did have a foam wall. That they originally threw my face into before I was supposed to fake smashing my face on the ceramic and the and the glass and the whatever. So I did appreciate that there was a, a foam wall there that was. Was that? I was just thinking because I just I just saw your stunt reel. Is that that made your reel right? That was the. Uh, yeah. There was like some blood splatter on it. Yeah, they like hit my face into the the wall and then the ceramic sink and then they threw me around into um the glass and you see it like smear down. But that was super fun. But yeah, that was that was. Rowdy. <laughs> the wall was foam. There you go. And then the uh the oh, actually one of the another movie that hasn't come out yet. I got my face I think I don't remember if I got like pistol whipped or like shot or and then my head hit down into this bench, but they made a wooden bench out of foam on the top bit. That being said, under underneath the foam, the foam was this thick. But, like, it's a full person's body weight, a.k.a. me, going down on it. And I so appreciate the foam bench. But, like, I had to really take into consideration that there were two points in that foam, not very far apart from each other, that were, like, steel beams that were, like, 
would impale my skull, you know, so I couldn't like go down super hard where those edges were. And that's something you also have to be conscious of. Like you don't just think about like, oh, the whole top part of this is fall. Where does like, it end? Where does it end? Like I have to go still like on the day I still have to go between these marks or I can really get fucked up. That's oh. yeah, that's wild. <laughs> it's like the thought is there, but it's not just free reign to just throw yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you still have to hit a mark between two steel things, or it's not gonna go. With... <laughs> or else we're in, con- or else we're in concussion town. Yeah, but it turned out fine. Like, luckily, everything I was like hit the mark, and it was fine, and it looked yeah. great. Great. Also, so almost like you go harder into it. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, that's no. It's it's like parameters of what you're able to do uh and where you're able to go hard so at least i mean yeah it sounds like it worked it sounds like you were able to go a little bit harder just still aiming (laughs) yeah it did it did yeah nice what uh what gets you excited about actually how much of i think more for personal projects you obviously do a lot of choreographing when you're kind of with a partner but like what gets you excited for choreographing or performing a fight scene like what specific parts really make you excited it's just the flow of it it's just such a dance so it's really fun when you can have a partner that also gets passionate about it um because i mean for me i want to do it like all day honestly <laughs> like, i want to just do the same fight scene a million times and i get so not envious but like in awe of people like at 87 11 you know they just get so much time to just make these super epic sequences but they just get rehearsal for ages yeah. and they get to go over the same thing over and over <laughs> most people would hate that right but i am so i love the thought of just like really finessing sequences and having time to like rehearse and do choreo repetitively until we nail it yeah know? i mean i think that's part of why 8711 is so fucking good is their like their movies are just next level because they get all that rehearsal. They they really it's what it's it's the coordinators becoming directors, so they understand what needs to go into it to make just a badass action scene. Yeah, I'm happy to do it over and over, but I haven't particularly been able to have the luxury of having extensive time to like, um, you know, rehearse as much as I want to. Um, I don't know that they even get that to be honest, especially yeah. now. But um, but that's the dream, right? For me, anyway. Um, is the the part that I love, the part that I'm passionate about, is just finessing it and making it like a dance and doing that choreo until you have it perfect. Absolutely, and then it and then it you know it just saves so much time on the day, and nobody gets hurt, and it's all the good things. <laughs> I'm worried if I get to do that. It's just so fun. I'm yeah, just, I love watching. So you think you can dance when I was a little girl. And the partner dances, I just always used to geek out over. And yeah. that's like choreography. It's just like the the flow and the dance of it all. It's a, it's all it is, a hundred percent. Energy exchange and like a controlled environment where you're getting to put a character behind it and perform and like create with this team for this this whole beautiful film. And it's um I just really get a kick out of it being a different genre or character or uh, different weapons you play with, it's like the versatility of it all that really grabs me and kind of satisfies my ADHD brain. <laughs> no, it's all, it's super fun. It's, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, obviously, especially in stunts, every day is a new day and there's not, you know, <laughs> I can't, it's maybe the most opposite of a cubicle job you can possibly have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's all physical, it's all, there's nothing no yeah (laughs) if i'm not performing like if i'm not performing i can't imagine being happy in my life doing anything else there you go that's that's... this is a backup i'm like i can't even imagine backup yeah like i (laughs) i guess i'll be hit by a bus like (laughs) It's okay. I've tried. I've tried to do the backup plan a couple of times, and uh, just by like applying to jobs. And I think there's a reason why I keep getting denied because it's just they're like, 
you know, the universe is like, you, you know what you need to do. I'm like, it's hard. They're like, yeah, keep doing it. Shut up. <laughs> you have to love it though. And like, I don't, hell, I don't know if I'll be, uh, I don't know if I'll be successful at it and continue to be successful or like be more successful or achieve my long list of, of goals that I haven't achieved yet in the performing world. But, you know, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to keep trying at it. Absolutely. What, um, speaking of kind of 8711 with the John Wick franchise, how obviously it's kind of a new era of action films and it really lets the stunts shine. How have you, how do you see kind of the industry evolving with films that, that those films and films like it having success and being given the spotlight? How do you see the stunt, um, industry evolving around that? Around there being more action films? Just like better made action films. Like, you know, with the John Wick thing, with the coordinators becoming directors. Wow, okay. Um, Damn, I don't know. It's really interesting seeing how people put their own creative spin on things. When you say that, my mind immediately goes to a lot of the old OG fight films because it's I still have so much respect for the the old school, like especially Hong Kong cinema fight scenes where you get to see everyone do their fights from like a super wide and it's they nail choreo for minutes, which is so long and like all the hits read, you know, that's incredible. Um yeah. and takes so much skill. So versus like the John Wick style, there's a lot of like cutting between things, um, and it's just filmed in a much more cinematic way, I think. Um and but they also have a lot of wonders where where the people that aren't familiar with like filming the wonders are where you just you start a shot and it's like a long continuous shot before they cut to the next shot. So um, I know, for example, Extraction 2 that's coming out that Sam Hargrave directed. Um, a lot of people were really impressed with Extraction 1. He really, um, you know, he would like strap himself to the top of a car and be like, you know, in the action. Putting him, yeah, like right there, like almost getting crushed. By the way, the trailer for Extraction 2 is fucking crazy. Well, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I heard... It's a one. It's a wonder. It's a wonder, and literally, like, uh, Chris Hemsworth gets, like, his arm on fire for a little bit and, like, puts it... It's like, it's this, it's, um, it's like a jail brawl, like, riot scene. You have to see it. It's insane. I heard yesterday, I haven't fact-checked this, but I heard yesterday they're going to have, like, a 13-minute fight winner. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so, like, if that's, if that's true, I'm really excited to see that. But well, I, Extraction 1 was madness. It was, that was, I'm so excited for where stunts are heading. <laughs> like, and for you, I mean, I guess there, and there's, I guess there's so much more work opportunity, too, with, like, it being, action really being at the forefront and, like, these incredible movies coming out that are really doing things that we haven't seen in a while uh, for stunts. Yeah. Thankfully, I feel like some people are getting a little more attention and respect for their craft um, and people are realizing how much time and energy and effort they put into it. You know, it's not just about the choreography. Um, you know, it's it's about like this person's probably been doing that for many years so that they can do it safely and keep themselves safe keep everyone else around them safe like not break things you know there's a lot of responsibility there um that people don't take into account and a lot of preparation and training and trust so yeah. everyone every stunt job that i get i'm like super super grateful for and also still shocked every time i get a job <laughs> i have like kind of a little bit of imposter syndrome but do i deserve this like it's okay i do too <laughs> Whenever it's slow, I'm like, I'm never working again. Oh, God. And then it, I'm like, all right, okay. And then the next month, I'm busy, and I don't think about it. And then when the work goes away, I'm like, oh, God, I'm never working again. Yeah, literally, <laughs> every time I rap, I'm like, that could be the last one. <laughs> I think it's it's so funny how universal that is. Even, like, these, you know, legendary, like, the biggest thing I think of is, like, actors. Like, you know, incredible Oscar-winning actors will think that they're never working again because the phone doesn't ring for like a month (laughs) but you are you are working again and you're doing fine and so am i and we're okay and everything's okay (laughs) gotta keep the faith right yeah exactly (laughs) um 
like that it'd just be the Continental. I know they had an epic, like, cast and crew on the Continental. So I'm super stoked to see that. Yeah. And I th- By the way, I just need to say stunts needs an Oscar already. Let's fucking, let's do it. Even just, even just for, you know, the bringing spotlight to the work is, I think, the main thing. Like, bring, cause like the masses watches the Oscars. Did they, did they televise the Taurus Sun Awards? You know, it's so funny. I did a film and, but I did a, sorry, this is a little tangential. I did a film and the, the actress the lead actress didn't want to say she had a stunt double so i added my imdb pro credit as her stunt double and she literally removed it and then i was like i wonder if i add myself as a stunt performer instead of her stunt double if they'll remove it again and they left it (laughs) so it was just the credit for her that she was what the fuck some of the actresses just don't want to be known as like having a stunt double to be fair, she had really beautiful movement, and she's very skilled and talented. And I, I under, you know, I understand. That's just insane to me to like meet somebody and work with them, and then be like, "No, I did all of it." Yeah, like, I'm like, just because I stunt doubled you on like some stuff does not mean I did all of your stuff. And like, it's it seemed a little entitled and pretentious to me. A hundred percent. For her to pretend like she didn't have a stunt double at all because I still did some stuff and that's why they brought me there and that's what I got paid for and that was my credit so if you you know it doesn't it doesn't seem like it it is it <laughs> even if even if I went there and I didn't do anything that's still what I was hired as yeah and I me there and I still deserve that credit you know what I mean she's kind of screwing over your career because the credits are what part of what you need to get more credits and i even there's so many things that you know like stunt stunt performers will throw down with like choreography too like sometimes we'll have a really great coordinator that'll allow us to like give input on our own bike choreography which is so much fun so sometimes more of a collaboration you know sometimes you go in and the stunt coordinator's like okay this is the fight learn it and then other times they're like okay let's make this up together and make it a collaboration and i love both of those honestly like i i feel I'm happy and grateful for both of those ways. But um, on this one in particular, I was so stoked because I got to like help with the choreography too. And um, she, this girl has, you know, she's a very great at movement and skilled as an athlete as well. Um, but, you know, she even used like some of the moves that I threw in for choreography to highlight that. And I was like, I can't believe that people still pretend like they don't have a stunt double. Yeah. It's so. I get to. Oh my god! I'm so excited to get to do this. Here we go. Tell me her name, and I'll bleep it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two bears, one cave does it all the time. Yeah, but I think it. Wait, what does? <laughs> Two bears. Okay, so it's a, probably one of my favorite podcasts. Is two comedians, and they talk shit about other comedians sometimes, and they'll just bleep out. They'll just bleep out the names. They'll just beep. Um, I want to so bad, but I want to. Just can't. Anyway, the the moral of the story is. <laughs> oh, what's God? No, don't do that. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Stunt, you know, if you have a stunt double, like, no one's assuming that that stunt double did like every single part of your action, and you know, that stunt performer is probably going to be like, "Hey, that person, that actress that I really looked up to, that I thought was super cool and had great, beautiful movement, was a great athlete, like, did a really great job." And like, I'm not going to claim that I did all of her shit. I might have just done like a couple things. Yeah, but, like, that's your job. <laughs> Idol, I exist. You know, I was there. I put in work. More just work like, if, if it was any out. other profession, if it was any other profession, it would be completely insane. Like, think like you have the graphic design background. So, like, think about somebody hires you to make a logo for them, and then that's basically them going, to, you know, putting out to the world. Oh my God, look at this amazing logo I made! And you're like, what? No, you, no, you didn't. <laughs> That's insane. That's insanity. <laughs> anyway, all right. So hold up. Back. So after we got to, we'll get out of the negative. We'll get out of the negative. Um, negative. It's just an observation and telling yeah. you, you know, like yeah. 
bad. Give credit. Give credit where credit is due, motherfuckers. <laughs> I really like the people. I do. It's just yeah. Like, come on. Get over yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so on the performance side, how um, how important is it to have acting chops in the world of stunts? Well, I really loved that um, my career has evolved into this really fun thing where before when I first moved here, there were there was this big stigma. Like you can't say you've ever done acting or like acting or interested in acting because then people are not going to take you seriously for stunts. Mm. And it's this big taboo. Of, oh, well, if you mention at all that you like acting or you do acting, they're, they're going to be like, oh, they don't take stunts seriously or they're not as good or they don't really love it or they're just an actress trying to like pretend like they're great and like get in on extra stuff and like no one's gonna hire you and now thank god um i like literally had to intentionally ignore acting even though i'd done that my entire life without any breaks until i moved here <laughs> i had to pretend like that part that huge like part of my life didn't even exist and um just because the, it's like high school here and people would talk smack on me yeah <laughs> so um, now it's been super cool because the last few years it's evolved into this accepted thing. So now people are like, not only accepted if they like acting and enjoy acting and have a background in acting too, or train in acting, it's like encouraged because sometimes, you know, and I was saying my career has now evolved into this thing where it's like half and half, like half of the time I'll stunt double where I'm doubling someone else. And the other half of the time it's like, cool because I kind of get to act too um and they show my face and I'm my own character sometimes yeah. I want well but I really love getting to do both of them and so um getting to do stunts where I am my own person as well is very fulfilling and that does take acting okay but I've had some really fun like um really fun scenes where it definitely requires acting and I still believe even if I'm stunt doubling someone that is still so full of acting because I have to I have to mimic what the actress is doing. I have to mimic the way she moves, the way she walks or runs, the way that she, her mannerisms, the way she moves her head. I have to be conscious of like stepping into frame, like what hand does she use? Like how does she hold her fingers? Like which direction she's facing? Like, and that's hard. You know, I'm still not great at it. <laughs> I'm, it's like, I feel like it's going to be a lifetime quest. You know? <laughs> that's the art. Of, that's the art of doubling. Yeah. So it's, <clears throat> hard but no that's cool though so they have like kind of featured like perf like so like what was it like stunt actor kind of thing where they know that you can do the physical but you can also be a character yeah. and now they're sometimes some people get lines too you know if it's like right for the character sometimes the director will like throw you a few lines or sometimes you'll go in like having lines so it depends how long has that been going is it only like the last couple of years I don't know that's that's <laughs> i mean i feel like i've only seen a noticeable shift over the past few years yeah but other people might have had a different experience i'm not sure realistically that's because it's where i am in my career um yeah. like been opening up more to me because of the time and energy i put in or if it's always been like that um or if it's something new but it seems like it's something new yeah well whatever it is it's a step in the right direction that's awesome and that you get to do more of what, you know, combining what you love, which is, like, the most fun thing ever. Yeah, and you know what I've realized, too, is, like, one can only, like, work out so much before your muscles need recovery. <laughs> you know? And, like, if I'm, like, on set doing movement and stunts and I'm doing martial arts classes and training and, like, doing fight choreography with friends and, and working on that stuff and trying to keep up with my skills and improve upon that, you know, my body's going to need to rest. There yeah. Go out and party and, like, uh, granted, I, like hanging out with my friends and doing fun stuff. But um, I'm not a big bar person. I would way rather like work on writing screenplays and producing projects. So my fun, my downtime, what do you like to do in your downtime? Like my downtime is creating stuff. And like like right now I'm doing um, a, a rom-com that I just had my first rehearsal with the director for uh, because I like doing new things and mixing it up so i'm excited to be able to do like this rom-com script it's like the first thing i've actually co-written and my first rom-com because that's awesome sensual i always have you know i'm always like killer <laughs> yeah 
see myself get pigeonholed as like killer. And so um, I'm like, I, w- I just want to show people I can be sensual, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I had my first rehearsal for that like two days ago and it went so well and it was so much fun. So I'm so excited to be able to fill my free time. Yeah. Um, look like that because it's very exciting to me to be able to expand and still be creative. Um, well, that's what takes you to the next level. I think, especially with wanting to get into more of the acting and stunt side, like, you know, you never know in a movie when a fight's going to break out. So, like, having the ability to do a whole bunch of different styles of acting um, is, and also, like, you know, eventually, you know, it sounds like you can, you know, save your body a little bit and, and do uh, just fun performance stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which will along, which again, that makes your career longer because, there's only so long that the body holds up. Exactly. And who knows? I mean, that being said, there's like an 80-year-old. One of the guys, actually, Walter Scott, who did, I don't remember, I think he was a stunt coordinator for the Back to the Future movies. I'm pretty sure he was at least involved in them. But anyway, he and his brother, Ben Scott, are amazing human beings. But Walter is 80 years old, and he's healthier than so many people in their 20s. He still goes to these, like, he's like a an old-school cowboy. And he goes to these calf roping competitions and he'll still win against the young 20s guys. He wins. He wins the money. Boss. 80. And he just goes out there. Naturally pops on his horse and he fucking crushes it. He's amazing. He he was like, you know, practicing every morning, you know, going out there, getting on this like giant ass horse, like nothing. Going, 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 going. And it's amazing. And he's gnarly injuries. He had his hips ripped apart before like literally split in half like ripped apart back fucked up he's just like i just healed myself the conscious decision to like fix it like yeah he says no bullshit just you fix it something gets fucked up you fix it and then you're fine you just if you love it you love it and you just do it yeah (laughs) i have so much respect for that (laughs) that is uh that is the ultimate like stunt perspective and it i think more people need that in their lives like stop making excuses and just do what needs to be done hell yeah if you love it do it (laughs) well and creating and just being creative and and continuing to do the things like that's that's probably why he's been able to stay at it so long is because he loves it and when you're so happy with what you're doing you can do it you know forever and that's so cool that's uh that's goals for sure I am, um, I love my body and I treat myself very well and I don't, um, you know, there's some people, there's some different kinds of people. There are people that really throw themselves around and are, are cool with like taking extreme risks that even though I do stunts, like that's not me. Like I don't yeah. want to like take extreme risks. I practice something a million times, um, and make sure I'm like being really safe for myself because it feels good to feel good. I've been saying that a lot lately. It feels good to feel good. And I like being healthy and I like feeling good. <laughs> so... That's another reason why I'm um I like to take things slow and take that little by little mentality that I actually learned from jujitsu when I was doing mm. street sports or street sports jujitsu in Santa Monica. Um yeah, I like being healthy and that, that contributes a lot to like my peace, right? So uh, I don't know. I already have thought about the future and I acknowledge that like hell, I don't know if I'm gonna die tomorrow, but like if I don't and I make it to be like really old, I wanna feel fantastic. And so I'm doing yeah. everything now is kind of like preventative therapy for when I get older. Um, and also that, that includes skills, you know, I want to dabble. I want to keep that open for when I'm old because I'm not going to be able to be a performer forever. Mm. Do I know if I'm going to do stunt coordinating, fight coordinating and like a bunch of fight choreography or if I'm going to be producing and like writing screenplays? Like, I don't know. I don't know what my life, maybe I'll do all of them. Maybe Why I'll not? be because I love acting. Maybe um I don't know what I'll do when I'm old, but I'm definitely like practicing those things in my free time. Yeah. And the plan to see where the universe takes me with it. You know, I'm gonna like see what hits and what I'm best at. That's like so much the blueprint for success that I can't even, you know, like <laughs> just staying open, staying creative and staying active in making stuff. That's exactly how that's how you build a career that lasts a long time and even can go different places. Like you're, you know, you're having fun and you're going after what you want and 
that's that's the blueprint right there. <laughs> and your best friend and partner to have a family with so I can have a super dope adventurous family. <laughs> it'll have, come, it'll come. Like, you know, ride dirt bikes and like climb trees and <laughs> I want like that. here. She's single. <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is your this is your dating profile now. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, what a, I mean, I think we kind of covered it a little bit, but if there's anything else for um, advice that you would give to up and coming stone women who want to break into the industry, what are some things that you would uh, impart? Oh my God, men will take advantage of you. Don't let them. <laughs> don't let them literally just um yeah I, I think that I was very naive going into it um and I kind of moved out here without having anyone to look out for me and I got screwed over a lot I think that held me back a lot I like wait was way too easy to trust people mm. that being said you should trust people but like don't give them <laughs> Like I did, I just was like, oh, they say they're going to take care of me. Like, okay. Like, definitely do your research. Like, ask around. Um, Be, take calculated risks and, and, um, you know, really work on being, like, strong and independent. Like, building yourself up and building your own presence before, like, trying to jump in. So, like, I don't know. I I guess it's different for everybody, but... um, yeah, I guess just make sure that you're being safe and healthy and don't let anyone take advantage of you. There are some super skeezy people and um, it's always better to like meet up with someone, especially people that you don't know, like in a public place, like a like mm-hmm. a gym, professional environment. Um, just be smart about it. And yeah, really just keep your nose to the grindstone don't get lazy with stuff like send out missions and make friends people you know it's funny because a lot of people they're a lot more social than me work a lot more than i do mm. and i wish i worked a lot more than them but like i'm just not i'm not like a i'm not as social i'm not like a big party girl i don't love staying up super late that being said last night i went to a late night tea house which i i really liked and i was so excited that they opened last year because i've always wanted i don't like bars but there's yeah. this really cool, awesome Shiloh. And um, they were doing like an ambient music night. So there was like this live violin and cellist, violinist and cellist um, playing. Uh, it's very just super chill, relaxed. Yeah, that's an interesting point, though. I mean, it's so much that, I mean, the, the industry is friends hire friends. So if you're not wanting to be quite as social and out all the time and stuff, you may work less. That's an interesting point. I mean, like, I could fake it, but, like, I'm just not that brave. No, yeah, no, be you. That's totally. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I mean, I did did the similar thing with, uh, like, um, business networking groups where, you know, you show up once a week and just the same people over and over. And uh, I got a little bit of business out of it, but then I was like, you guys have been, like, people like, I've been coming here for 20 years. I'm like, Jesus. (laughs) Has it worked for you? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll bounce around to, I'll, you know, I don't do it anymore because, I, you know, having uh, online stuff is way better for me. But, like, you got to know what your strengths are and what you like doing. And, no, totally. That makes complete sense is, is you know, if, if you're happy with where you're at and being more social is not something that you want to do, then don't do it. Yeah, I think I just I'm, I'm excited to like crush more gym sessions, whatever. I was just doing a really big push to um, finish my some of my screenplays and rehearsals and and do a lot of pre-production work and memorization for some scenes um, over the past like week or two. And I'm really excited to ramp my workouts back up again. Oh, yeah. Well, I bet I bet you get a f- I mean, you get some good networking done in the gym, I'm sure, too. Yeah, that's my favorite place to network. Yes. There you go. That's a good tip. Network at the gym. Go go be around the people that are practicing and guess where you'll find yourself maybe on set. Yeah. 
Well, let me uh, let me roll out the red carpet for you a little bit. Tell uh, tell the people what you got going on in your life. Ah, oh, thanks, Noah. Um, well, I have my. Well, I have the show. I don't even know what show it is, but I'm working on a show next week for someone I haven't worked for before, which I'm very excited about. Um, and then I have a handful of projects that haven't come out yet that will be rolling out soon on my IMDb. If you just go to IMDb, which stands for International Movie Database, imdb.com slash Talon, T-A-L-Y-N. Um, and then also with my production company, Villainy Street, I just yesterday updated a list of upcoming projects some of them are just freebie passion projects i'm doing with friends because we love it and we like to create and see those like training and practice in our downtime um so i have you know upcoming projects i'm doing all listed there um and then some we'll be doing fundraising for to have a budget to make a more high quality production and um i'm very excited for all of that to happen oh yeah so yeah, Dan, that makes it kind of cracked me up. You were originally like, I have a thing coming up. I I don't know what it is, but go check it out. I was like, well, real detailed on that. Great. <laughs> but no, the uh, the first thing you said, you're like, I have a project coming up next week. I'm not sure what it is or who it's for, but uh, it's cool. <laughs> I'm like, great. So effective. <laughs> Afterward, like. <laughs> no, but the, IM, the, the IMDb came through. I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> But the ones that I've already filmed are on IMDb, and um, and I don't know. To be fair, I don't know when they're coming out. Yeah, but like... yeah. Any of them that you're are are safe for NDA yet? But I mean, uh, no. They're I mean, until their actual release date, I can't talk about the ones that are in post. But um, I mean, like the most recent one that came out a few weeks ago is Bailey Madison, uh, Play Dead, really great actor Anthony Turple on that too, and Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Oh my god anyway um really great humans and actors and actresses and um what's that one called play dead play dead so you gotta check you gotta check out play dead you gotta check out uh the season three of barry yeah season three and go check out them um, like definitely subscribe to villainy street we just started doing little test fights and test uh shoots or whatever for uh our bigger productions but literally that just started this year we already have a handful of fun little projects out so check out like the YouTube for Villainy Street. Go subscribe. Throw them some love. Yeah, subscribe. I ha- I like haven't even pitched it yet. This is kind of like the first time. Yeah. It- but um, yeah, check it out. Get in while it- get in while it's early, and um, and watch all the magic that is going to happen with that because we're going to do some really cool stuff. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, awesome. You're always you're always doing cool stuff. That's that was what. So back in the day, Tom would come in for hand surgery. Yeah, I have a malformation in one of my hands. It's actually, so I'm going to pitch this really fast because people don't even know about this condition. It's so rare. It's not genetic. It's not something that like you receive from a family member. It's just um, an anomaly. So just like a random occurrence that happens in very few people, but it's called a, there are VMs and ABMs, venous malformations and arteriovenous malformations. I always call it my paw because this hand is just a lot bigger than the other side because I have an extra set of veins. And apparently, wow. um, I know it's like, like, well, I love it. I mean, I don't, obviously I can't do anything about it, but it's just my little, it's like. I no, it's it. crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was. It's an extra set of veins. That's wild. Yeah. And apparently when you're born, it's just, um, it just wasn't reabsorbed back into my system. Apparently mm-hmm. a lot of people are born with extra veins. And then as you grow, it reabsorbs. Mm-hmm. Mine didn't. So anyway, now I just have this extra cluster here that's like intertwined with my functional set. And it's like gets clogged, it gets clogged and clotted and tried yeah. to, but it can't really be used because there are too many and it's just like whatever. So, um, I would go to Swedish Medical Center and get embolization, which is where they injected ethanol. They put me under jail anesthesia and they would inject ethanol into my um, malformation to try to cut it off from growing and like the pinpoint where it would stop being the extra set and and shrink it and kill it so at the point where it intersects with the functional set if that makes sense um and dr wayne yakes was one of the leading specialists in this condition usually they're found in the brain and they can be deadly so it's even more of an anomaly to have it in an extremity um but 
Yeah, you come in for surgery, and then we would uh, we would film a fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so long winded. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, I that's I didn't I didn't actually know. I knew that you were like having hand treatments, but I didn't know specifically what it was. Uh, but no, that always cracked me up because well, not the not the hand not the hand thing, but uh, when I was in film school, which uh, I don't recommend. Um, <laughs> I was in production one and we were like doing this. It was, oh my God, it's crashing up so much. We were doing like a, you know, show that you know, a wide angle, a close up, a mid shot. And then I just gave him a fight scene with blood effects <laughs> with us. Yes. <laughs> I was so happy that you gave me something to look forward to because it was miserable spending like I all bet. school in the hospital. Yeah. Like every time I had a spring break, I had one spring break I got to enjoy my whole life. All the other spring breaks and like, um, and that was only because I decided I was like, fuck it. I want one spring break to myself. Where yeah. I, but I had to like always be in the hospital for like all my spring breaks and like Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. And like my poor parents too, but they were just trying to get it to stop growing. Um, and so I would just go in for all of these like surgeries. And it was so nice having something to look forward to where I could meet up with you, my friend, and like make cool fight scenes yeah. and love and have a little escape. And it was so funny because I, I think... Some of the times too were like after my surgery versus yeah, before. yeah. I was literally, I think literally like you'd have the surgery and then you'd come over and we'd film fight scene. Yeah, fresh <laughs> off of surgery. Oh <laughs> I feel like all on steroids, like all the surgery medication. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you want to see our our craziness and us looking a hell of a lot younger. Uh, go check out Destroyer of Life on the Snowman Films YouTube. I think it's on YouTube. If not, it's on Vimeo. Destroyer uh, of Life and Destroyer of Life Part 2. Part 2. And then we did To Be Continued and then we never continued. <laughs> we can still continue it. We did. I'll say we did shoot the hot tub fight that we know. Did we ever put... I don't know if I ever put that out. No, I don't it's think... It's got to so. be somewhere. I should put... I should go dig that up on a hard drive because that was when... Me and Shorty first got together, so she was actually filming. My wife was filming our hot tub fight scene where you... No, I think I I straight shoulder tackled you into a pool. Yep. <laughs> that was so much fun. That was a blast. <laughs> I would love to see that footage i would love to try to put together some shit i i i'm gonna try i'm gonna i'm gonna put it i'm gonna see if i can dig it up and uh, put it out for this episode that'd be a, that'd be really funny <laughs> hell yeah well thank you so much it's always oh man you just you're a solid friend through the years and uh always enjoy chatting with you and seeing you thank you noah i really appreciate you having me on your podcast i'm so proud of you you're crushing it with all of your creative endeavors and like also major inspiration for me a really great family man being a great dad great husband like you know thank you for all the respect and like professionalism and so fun but like always be you know just great guy all around so, <laughs> making me blush Dopa, dopa. <laughs> <laughs> all right well have an awesome rest of your day and thank you so much for coming on and uh go kill it on the projects you're working on hell yeah thank you <laughs> all right i'll see it i'll see everybody next time